Hey guys, Dennis here with Revive Games. I'm joined by Joshua Veyers, all the way in South Africa. Yes, and we're back for another edition of the Revog Games podcast. Got a lot of news to cover, a lot of uh, things about E3, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. We got, uh, what else we got in there? Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake came out. Uh, Yeah, a lot of stuff. Ooh, PlayStation VR. This is one I didn't, I think I didn't, I forgot to put on the outline for you. Is uh, PSVR 2 sales are not doing so well. Um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff to cover. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, b- besides the constant power outages and not like the schedule keeps changing. So it's difficult to make plans and I'm just kind of working whenever I can because of electricity. Yeah. And like, sucks. yeah. So it's been one of those things where I got to kind of choose between work or gaming, you know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a, di- it's a difficult decision until you start getting hungry. Then it's an easy decision, you know? Yeah. Um, sure. but I have been doing a bit of gaming as well. Um, cause I realized that like with emulators and I, I never really considered this before, but you can upscale most older games to like 4k quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of like PlayStation two games, but in 4k, which is a very weird experience, but also the nostalgia is great. Um, yeah, I've been, I've, I've been, I've been doing good. Yeah. I was about to blast into like, a, I was about to go into a whole dilemma there about how games have changed over the years. Cause Playing PlayStation 2 games, it's interesting how much games has changed and how used to certain schematics. Like, the back button used to be triangle for, like, a good 10 years of gaming. Like, I just remembered now, like, the back button used to be triangle. Now you can't even... Because they didn't have enough stuff for you to do, right? So they just like, exactly. all right, we'll, just, it, use, we'll yeah. just use this. The, the, the triangle button didn't have a usage half the time. So, yeah, it was like, that's the back button. It's wild how like things have changed. Like the sh- some games, the shooting button used to be R one instead of the trigger. Like yeah, that makes no uh, sense. So yeah, so so much has changed. It's it was, it was cool to see that. But yeah, other than that, I've been I've been doing pretty good. Uh, replaying Cyberpunk. Uh, replaying oh, really? uh, Marvel Spider Man. Um, Spider Man. I'm replaying because I got the PS five controller, so I wanted to try out the haptic feedback and the responsive triggers and stuff. And it's it's pretty trippy. The haptic feedback is really cool, actually. Like it feels really cool. Um, and yeah, Cyberpunk, I've just been playing because I kind of need to change a pace from Hogwarts. I still haven't finished Hogwarts yet. Yeah, I'm still but working I, on Hogwarts about, as well. I think well. I'm about to. Yeah, I think I'm about to finish it. It's just... Uh, I've been I'm side questing of, um, too much, fatigue. man. I've been getting yeah, I'm, I'm getting questing. wizard fatigue. I'm getting side yeah. quest fatigue. I think that's what... I, I need to just go jump into the to the main missions the stories, and stuff. stories, man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, speaking of, I didn't put this on the rundown, so we might as well talk about it now. You bring up Spider-Man. So apparently... Um, what's his name? Tony Todd. Oh, yeah. The, the actor that's doing the voice, you know, mm. people recognize him from Candyman and whatnot. That's the thing he's most famous for. He's doing the voice of Venom in the game, Spider-Man 2. And apparently he kind of like blurted out like, oh, yeah, we're going to start like the, the marketing campaigns are going to start rolling in August. And the game's going to come out in September. Like basically announcing like the whole schedule for oh, Spider-Man oh, wow. 2. He's, he's probably in trouble. Probably yeah. in a whole lot of trouble right now. <laughs> so people said it was akin to like how um, Norman Reedus had had kind of leaked, not leaked because it yeah. just came straight from else, but Death kind Stranding, of yeah. talked about Death Stranding too, you know, um, before it was announced by uh, Kojima or any type of press or whatever. That's the game I actually want. That's a game I actually want to try out. Apparently, that with the PS5 DualSense controller, mm-hmm. all the haptic feedback stuff and the adaptive triggers. Apparently, it's really good on Death Stranding. So I got to give that a shout again. 
I'm actually surprised. You know, I was a little skeptical of that Spider-Man 2 was going to come out this year. There's like a certain games like Spider-Man 2, Alan Wake 2. There's certain games that I'm like, well, I don't know if they're coming out this year, you know, and, and Spider-Man 2 was one of them. But it sounds like everything's on track. Um, I guess it is about time now that I think about it. it. It For me, it doesn't. It feels like it's almost too soon, but that's because the PC versions didn't come out that long ago. Like the PlayStation yes. versions, like the PS, like the yeah, the Sony version, or the P, sorry, the PlayStation version came out a couple of years ago already. Yeah, but so they had Miles Morales in between, though. Remember, Miles Morales came yeah, out, but it was using all the same assets. Ago. Yeah, true. Because once you got New York, you've got New York. They just yeah. added snow on top of it. That's all. <laughs> but the entire like the um so like saved that saved a lot of time. So they all had, they only had to focus on combat mechanics, which are really good. I I do love Miles Morales. Mm. I still I still enjoy the Spider Man game more. Um. I don't know. It's just more my vibe. Yeah. Uh, more like uh, more to do kind of thing. Bigger game. But I think I don't know if it was the voice actor for Spider Man or if it's the same guy you're talking about. But I think he also leaked a potential of um, Sandman coming back. Uh, oh, I think that. Oh, um, I don't or know. I, I I saw that the Sandman actor, uh, the the actor from the movies, had mentioned that like he would like to come back. To the well, uh, like a, spin, a spin-off probably, movie probably, or something. I think I misheard it. I misread then probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like he wanted to like expand on his character, but um, all right, let's move on to uh, the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Like official gameplay demo uh, got released online, where they showed about like 10, 13 minutes of gameplay, and they kind of go went through everything. So this is you know obviously the game is coming out on May twelfth. Pretty soon, I did not play the first one, but apparently, you know, it, it's awesome, and supposedly this second one's going to be great too. And you know, so supposedly Elden Ring had borrowed a lot of the open world kind of yeah, um, the exploration aspects, ex- yeah, yeah uh, from it. And this is, you know, I don't own a Switch, but this is definitely the, like the number one game that I would play the first one and this one um, if I had it. So I'm I watched the video and it looked cool, it had a lot of cool stuff, a lot of crafting mm. stuff. Um, the crafting seems a lot more intuitive than like, so for example, you know, we talked about Elden Ring a lot and Elden Ring for me, you know, was awesome. I'm not a big crafter in games, to be honest, like just in general games. I just, I only craft like basically health packs are like the only thing I ever craft. Um, this seems kind of cool because they make it a little more intuitive. Um, like if you want to shoot a bow and arrow and you want to add like a leaf to it or add like a, whatever, it changes up how your bow is like the, the whatever kind of properties it has and attack damage and whatever. So it just looks a lot more intuitive and something that seems much more user friendly instead of like going in and crafting yeah. this and that it's like, okay, while I'm in the game, I just do this. And then, I, then I, I will say it. that's the, that's the biggest thing. Legend of Zelda. Well, pretty, pretty much every legend of Zelda, except for skyward sword. I think that it's incredibly intuitive. Like, mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda games are very intuitive. They try to make them as easy as possible to kind of play and understand, which I like. Uh, they added a lot of yeah, they add, added a lot of uh, mechanics to this new game, as you're mentioning. I'm enjoying it because it's uh, the crafting is like minimal compared to like it's not. I wouldn't consider it a crafting game. Like it has yeah. crafting in it, but it's not like a main focus. Like you can build build yourself a little raft. You know what I mean? Um, with uh, so, like a propulsion unit, you can make car like I, I like the fact that you can build vehicles because they have a use you know a vehicle mm-hmm. has a use you build a vehicle you ride the vehicle like um i'm also not a bit like it depends on the game but like in zelda i wouldn't want to be crafting gear you know what i mean mm-hmm. um 
because it's a puzzle game, really. Uh, well, it's it's a lot uh, it's a lot of things in one, but there's a lot of puzzles in the game, so it makes sense for you to be able to build these little things and all these mechanics. It's looking really good. You know, uh, we talk, a, a lot of people talk about how Elden Ring took uh, a lot from Legend of Zelda, which mm. they did. But one of the things that doesn't get talking uh, doesn't get spoken about enough is Elden Ring. Um, at a similar Elden Ring uh, is similar to Legend of Zelda in that Legend of Zelda doesn't tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, like th- th- there's Ganon. You can go fight the end boss right away and die mm-hmm. and lose, or you can go and do a bunch of other stuff and like build yourself up before you go and take on. So the, it, much like Elden Ring, there's no like direct path you have to take. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You can take other paths to get to where you need to be, and the game doesn't say, "Hey, go here, do this." It's just like, oh, I heard about this and this thing happening, and then you just got to go and figure it out yourself, explore it yourself. So that's what I love about uh, the Legend of Zelda, uh, and I'm I'm really excited for this new game, man. I'm happy that I own a Switch so I can play it as well. Um, no, it's it's coming across really good. It's it looks like it's well received as well. Um, everybody's excited about it, you know. Yeah, I saw like in the demo, it was cool. Like he had like a stick, and he was carrying around, mm-hmm. and he like attached a boulder to it, and then suddenly it became this big. You know, he's just throwing away, or not throwing, he's attacking with this big boulder at the end of the branch, you know? Just, like, kind of stuff like that is, I think, very creative and cool. And mm-hmm. a lot of possibilities, right? It was, it was like the... Remember how Half-Life 2, um, the the gravity gun, that was, like, not a real I love weapon? I love the gravity gun. Remember, that yeah. wasn't a real weapon. That was, like, the developers fooling around. And then they found out, like, you know what? This is awesome. It can be a weapon. And they <laughs> yeah. put it in the game. and It's, it's a just great like, weapon. <laughs> But so there's like a lot of creativity with that weapon, right? Um, and yeah, it seems like man. The first thing of... I did was I I launched a toilet bowl at my friend with one, <laughs> in in multiplayer. That's the very my very first interaction with a gravity gun was just launching a toilet at my friend and killing him with it. That was fantastic. Yeah. So it seems like there's a, this this degree of creativity going on mm-hmm. with with a lot of verticality, and... yeah. a lot of verticality as well, because they got the whole sky island thing going on. Yeah. Um, which is like I think that's kind of them. Well, they're they're doing their own thing. I don't think they directly took it from Elden Ring, but yeah. Elden Ring also had a lot of verticality. It had the like the dungeons. It went down, yeah, and, instead of up. Yeah, and there was multi multi levels and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it looks like they're doing that, but going up instead of down. So yeah, you finished the original game. The yeah, okay, yeah. Breath of the Wild. I don't think I, I don't think I ever finished it properly though. Like I think like the like the the proper way to finish it is by defeating like the four big beasts or whatever mm-hmm. and then going to fight ganon but uh i think i just did like th- i think i just did like three of them and i was like oh, i'm i'm tanky enough let's go and fight ganon you know yeah yeah uh but yeah that's a game big one of the biggest releases coming I, ne- out. I never got to the dlc i will say and actually mm-hmm. i paid for the dlc and i never played the dlc i do want to get to it because one of the dlc items is literally a motorcycle and <laughs> i want a motorcycle in that game it's gonna be tight yeah, there's a lot of games that I've purchased that I haven't played <laughs> or DLC. Mm. It's just crazy like how it is. Like when I was younger, it's like all this I had so much time and like I would just Dude, man. eat up, you know what I mean? And now that I have like pretty let's just say it, it's pretty much like an unlimited um flow of games, right? Like you could play all yeah, the dude, good games. Non-stop now, man. You could play all the good games that you could never finish them all, right? There's just so many you have to pick and choose, right? You know, it's it's like you just can't play them all. And so yeah, I remember when it was like one or two big games a year that would come out. You know what yeah, I mean? Like back yeah. in the day. Now it's like there's a like it's like 
maybe 10 to 20 big like triple a games a year come out kind of thing yeah. it's real difficult to catch like to keep up with all of it you know um uh, and you oh yeah i for, i forget about dlc like i like i said i was playing Sp uh, spider-man again i have all the dlc there I haven't even touched it years mm. later you know uh speaking of uh big releases triple a titles we have star wars jedi survivor coming out mm, uh, very soon. very soon and the, the, the game's on the, sale in most places by the way the original oh, really? it's on sale oh the yeah, original like, i already I, own the original yeah no but they uh yeah for people who haven't played it i think it's on it's like 99 percent or for 95 percent off on most platforms because they obviously want to get more people to play the game so you can go get the sequel you know mm -hmm. um but yeah most places like uh, i don't know if it's still on sale but i saw on steam it was like 95 percent off or something like it was over here i think it like in total it was like at six or seven dollars for the game you know mm -hmm. full game pretty good yeah i think i own it on multiple platforms i think i own it on uh, xbox i own it on pc like through we got it on game pass yeah but not even game that pass. like i like own it through like ea origin and then i own it through uh well, because with Game Pass, Amazon Prime or something—I don't know. Oh wow! You get EA uh, EA Play comes with Game Pass. That's that's how I got it through uh, hmm. EA. All right. Yeah, and then so, what'd you think of the the story trailer? Um, man, I'm blanking on it. I literally just watched it like an hour ago. Um, it's basically him older, you know. He's got a lot of friends with him this time. It seems less of a solo adventure. I mean, I know he had BD1, but what I mean is like, it seems like he's kind oh, of yeah, like go, teaming yeah. up with yeah. people. Um, yeah, you know. it, it does. See, it does seem less like it's going to be a solo thing. You're right. Yeah. Well, because they did a, in the other trailer, they did showcase that other Jedi or Sith Lord or whoever it is that they're going to be like uncovering, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. working with or. Whoever that guy's gonna be, uh, yeah, I, I, I try not to watch too much of these of the story trailers mm -hmm. for this game because the story is the best part of the game, mm -hmm. and I'd rather just go in not knowing much. That's the best way to do it. I'm still, I'm still trying to get used to him having a beard. To be honest, <laughs> you know, it, it looks a bit odd to me, but, uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, this, okay, this year when you talk about all the AAA titles this year, so far we can obviously say Hogwarts Legacy was one, right? Uh, this yeah. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is going to be two, like a second one. Obviously, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom is another one. Or am I missing anything so far from this 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 past uh, three months? I feel like Hogwarts um, Legacy was the first actual like big AAA title, right? Like, you know, Atomic I'll, Heart. I'll, I'll, I consider yeah. that's like a that's like a double A, right? You know. Yeah, I'm, it was I'm, supposed I, to be triple A, but I don't think it uh, came out as hot as they were expecting it you know what i mean yeah um oh yeah there was forespoken which didn't have much of a like yeah, launch at all you know what i mean no and like, i don't know anybody that's playing that game yeah and then we you know there was um uh dead space the remake got a lot of great views but i don't know oh, yeah, i don't callisto, i don't callisto, callisto protocol as well the, came out well no that was end of last year callisto protocol was end of last oh, was that year, end of last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah you're right yeah dead space was early uh january but I don't consider remakes AAA releases because they're just remakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like this Resident Evil 4 we're going to talk about, uh, the remake, which got a lot of good reviews, but I don't consider that like a 
It's just a remake remaster. It's great, and people are raving about it and having mm. fun with it. But I don't consider them new. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I feel like Hogwarts, unless it's unless it's been like fifteen years and it's uh, remade from the ground up, then I, you know what I mean. Like, uh, it like if 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 there was half if they had to remake Half Life, you know mm. what I mean? Like now and like remake it from the ground up with a whole new engine, I would consider mm. that a new game. I don't I don't remember half the I don't remember half of the story from Half Life <laughs> One and Two. You know. No pun intended. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I am super excited for this one. Um, this this won't be on Game Pass, so it'll be like, yeah, one of the games I'll be purchasing this. It'll be this on year. EA Play. It'll be on EA Play Plus though, or sorry, EA Play Pro is what they call it. It'll be mm -hmm. on there probably, mm -hmm. and probably get three days early access to that as well yeah. on EA Play. Like most uh, most presumably, because they do that with all of their like big titles. Yeah. April 28th uh, is coming yeah. out. I, so I have a goal of I need to finish Hogwarts Legacy before then. By but, then, yeah. Yeah, by that time, I need yeah, to man. finish Hogwarts Legacy so I can play Jedi Survivor. It's, dude, it's a great game, Hogwarts Legacy. But man, I will say it's just a touch too big. Just a little bit yeah. too long. Like, it, I, like, like I, I'm getting fatigue. Like, I'm getting, like, Hogwarts fatigue, you know, wizard yeah. fatigue at the moment. I, like, I'm getting the side quest yeah. fatigue. I need to just kind of get back mm. into the main mission and stuff. They, they, you know, but there's the game like, is good. Like, it the is side good. quests are good. Every, everything is good. It's just a lot, a lot of it. Yeah, know? like the demo, like, I don't know where you're at, but the demo guys, like, statues that you're supposed to find to oh, level yeah. up your, yeah. un, your, your pick-locking That's skill. tricky, you know? There's just so many everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know. I guess... When I think I still I think I've only like leveled up my Alohomora once, you know, <laughs> like it's so yeah. difficult to collect those things, dude. But like, for example, Elden Ring is an even bigger game and even longer game. But mm. there was like, I guess there's more stuff kind of um, in terms well, of they weren't like, collectibles. They were just more like ep unique items. Yeah, like, you know I mean? like it, it was much, much more yeah. incentive. That's the word for it to like. Mm go and and and, and explore and stuff yeah yeah explore and find new weapons the, the gear is whatever like like yeah, you could go do a dungeon you could go de defeat that like you could go you know crawling around fighting mm -hmm. some people but the most you're gonna find is like some legendary gear that might look cool mm -hmm. but like you find gear every like every level it doesn't matter if it's legendary or epic or whatever as soon as you level up and get new gear, it's going to be better anyways, whether it's legendary or not, you know? Yeah. So I agree. There's not much of an incentive to explore as much, except for the sake of story. Like, yeah. like you know, I'm, I'm just trying to level up, basically. Um, all yeah. right. Next big thing. Counter-Strike 2 uh, got revealed yeah, like, out, out of nowhere. Um, I'm excited no, about this. No one, one was actually, expecting yeah. this. I hadn't heard any mm -hmm. leaks or rumors about I mean, obviously, for years, people have been talking about, about a Counter-Strike 2, you know? Um, be just due to the popularity of CSGO, I personally was, you know, a pre 1.0 Counter-Strike player, you know, I was playing it back when it, when it was like a mod oh, wait, for Half-Life. Oh, wait, pre 1.0? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I old school Counter-Strike. 1.6. I used to play 1.6, man, yeah. Old school. I was playing it when it was a basic, it was a Half-Life mod. It was a Half-Life mod. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that, yeah. I mean, 1.6, it was still a Half-Life mod in 1.6. Yeah, no, I but was yeah. like pre 1.0. Damn, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> I don't, that's, that's wild, yeah. Um, But man, anyways, we're, I haven't, we're getting, I haven't kept up. Old, yeah, I haven't kept up with it, but you know, obviously CSGO is a very popular game and they've mm. they released a summer 2023 for release window for Counter-Strike 2. It seems more like a 1.5 really, right? It's not like a, a a huge overhaul of the game. 
They've you know up, they're updating the graphics. It's, it's an engine. It's an engine update for sure, in the sense of like, like like a lot of the physics has changed. Obviously, like the, the biggest one being the smoke physics mm -hmm. and the overhaul on the color palette and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say as well because no one's talking about this, and that's Valorant. There is no way in hell they would have done this if it wasn't for Valorant because mm -hmm. they never had a competitor. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? There was no other like five v five tactical shooter, plant the bomb kind of thing that was as popular, at least. You know what I mean? And then so Valorant comes out, it's super popular, pushes back. It's taking player, it's taking players from Counter Strike. People are coming from Counter Strike to Valorant all the time. Um, this is what's going to get me back to Valorant. I mean, I'm sorry, back to Counter Strike. Mm -hmm. I I love Counter Strike, but I I had to stop playing it because as someone who's colorblind, mm -hmm. it, I don't know if I'm shooting a wall or a person half the time. <laughs> like like the count like sorry not the counter terrorists the terrorists they literally blend in with everything mm -hmm. for me as a colorblind person mm -hmm. and even I have friends who aren't colorblind who agree they're like it is a very bland color palette like yeah. like Counter Strike is a very bland game you know what I mean so this new the new the, the way it looks now I can clearly see the people I can clearly see the enemies mm -hmm. so I'm really excited to play Counter Strike the smoke looks great you can shoot through the smoke and it'll like actually like ripple through the smoke and leave little gaps in the smoke so you can see through the smoke. Um, I know some people were worried about competitively, like, wouldn't that be dumb where it's like, if you shoot through a smoke, someone's going to see you through the hole you left and shoot you. Mm. But it, it's, it's only like around the smoke. If you shoot right through the middle of the smoke, it's too thick to do it. So it's only on like the edges of the smoke where you can kind of shoot out, gets those little effects of like the bullets waving away, which is really sick. Um, man, everything. Yeah. Like it's, it's looking really good. The way the smoke fills up a room is changed. Uh, the graphics have changed. Uh, it's just, it's looking very polished. I know that it's, um, I don't know, yeah, it must be, kind of, I don't know about the release date, but it's got to be soon because they it already says summer 20, access. summer 2023. That means June to August mm. sometime then. I don't think June though. Of, yeah. A lot of YouTubers and streamers, uh, did play it like this past week. Like they were, mm -hmm. they were given access to it. Um, only a couple maps, uh, playing it. So it's, it's, it's definitely pretty much done. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Pretty much good to go. Like I said, the only thing it really is, is like a physics kind of update and like a texture update. They, they, they can't change the gun controls because that's the very basis of the game. They can't, that would change the entire esports. So they can't mm -hmm. change the way the gun mechanics work, you know? Yeah. Um, so this is a free update to, uh, CSGO. Yeah. Um, they talked about some of the technology in terms of the moving beyond tick rate. Showing off, yeah. kind of like, hey, yeah, how that, responsive, take. yeah, yeah, how how responsive uh, it is, which is vital in these uh, kind of competitive e games, you know. yeah, games. It's it's uh, it's it's to make sure that things are as accurate as possible in terms of like, like firing have, like, and hitting people. Yeah, if people have different tick rates, then it's a uh, like, yeah, it's 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 difficult. Like, I experience it in a much greater scale, obviously, because I live in South yes. Africa. So I have the biggest ping. I have like 150, 160 ping. Yeah, I don't think you're so going to be. I, I, I don't yeah. think you're competing in any uh, competitions. No. But now I I might finally be able to take gaming seriously because uh, Counter Strike is one of the only three games I know of in the entire yeah. world that has servers in South Africa. Nice. So I can finally play a game, a shooting game with like 14 ping for, mm -hmm. for the first time in years, you know? Yeah. It's looking good though, man. I'm really excited for this. It's, it's, and it's going to bring, it's, it's a breath of fresh air into the entire like um, community. You know what I mean? It's, it's much needed. It's, it's a much needed breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. Redfall. They basically mm. gave a lot of hands-on uh, preview to a lot of media outlets and then they were allowed to make 
videos uh, about it and they talked about it. It was mixed to positive. I mean, I watched a lot of the mm. positive ones and like, I don't know, I to me, from what I saw and what people were talking about, it seemed pretty cool. It seemed... Yeah. From my standpoint, like the whole thing is it's an open world, but they're making it so that it's there's kind of a story and kind of missions that like keep it fresh, you know? Um, It's got the co-op aspect as well, which is great. Yeah. That was one thing I guess people complained about is because this hands-on preview was not, there was no co-op and multiplayer at all. It was all single player. So they didn't get to, to experience that. But from what I saw and from what I heard, it just seemed you know, much more interesting than like any type of standard. I've heard that if you are a fan of arcane, arcane games in general, then this should be right up your alley. Yeah. Um, in terms of, in terms of the way it feels at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, um, I, yeah. I, yeah. Cause, cause it's the similarities to the dishonored game. That's it. A lot of people said it feels a bit, you, you get, well, then again, I think you also feel that way with death loop. Death loop also feels very much like dishonored. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, arcane has a very specific first person shooter kind of feeling to it you know mm-hmm. i wasn't into death loop like uh everyone else was you were big into it right i i got into actually i'll tell you what like in terms of shooting in terms of like game mechanics it's whatever mm-hmm. but the main the main mechanic of the whole loop aspect that's really cool mm-hmm. like having to uncover more information and learn more and every single run every single time you die you learn more you get further that's quite cool you know, I, I will say that was quite cool. Yeah. Um, one other thing that they announced is they're going to reverse the whole always online requirement, which was a stupid thing yeah. anyways. You know, like yeah. obviously with the co-op stuff, of course you need to be online, but mm. they were they had this always online requirement even for the single player. It's like, dude, if I want to play it by myself, it's I don't so want to always have... Look, the I, best I, way to... Yeah. And I'm not complaining Over. for myself because I'm I, I'm always online anyways. I don't really care. It, but for other people who aren't or don't have access to, you know, consistent, uh, you know, online. I mean, that's stuff. literally my entire country. If you think yeah. about it, P- especially people with like laptop gamers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Again, like, um, yeah, my brain just broke for a second. Um, but anyways, this game is coming out. Redfall is coming out May second. So that's another AAA title. Uh, coming out this yeah. year. I'm. I, I will say I'm. I am still excited for this though, regardless, because I need a good. It's been a while since a good co-op shooter's kind of come out that I could mm-hmm. enjoy. I wasn't. I wasn't happy with Back for Blood, so yeah, definitely looking forward to that. I aspect. enjoyed Back to, for Blood for, to a certain extent. Uh, one, it a got a little repetitive. Got a little repetitive, and also for me, the learn not learning curve, the difficulty curve kind of just shot up out of nowhere. Like. I was playing the game fine, and then it, it, I got to one map. You were playing and, alone, though, right? No, I played with other people online. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because that the, the def- if you're playing alone, the difficulty curve is insane. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Know where you just get swarmed and you're dead. No, I was playing with other people online, and we were fine. And then once we got to that one, uh, there's one level. It's actually a pretty cool level, but it was just it, we kept dying, which was the um, this one level where you go to like this house, abandoned house, and you've got to like get the i forgot what it was like the nuclear thing to launch or whatever anyways it was a cool level but it just we kept dying and dying and dying so anyways um and that was probably a a good halfway to two-thirds away through the game so uh anyways redfall 2 or redfall the first game um i'm excited 
excited for it. Um, oh, that's right. I remember what I was going to say now. It was about them doing the reverse always on thing. I'm thankful that they're doing that because it's hella annoying with certain games. Mm -hmm. I think like some people are, some like Steam's okay with the whole offline connection thing. Like you can run, most games uh, don't require an online connection to confirm because it's like if, if Steam can, has confirmed that you own the game and it can, and then it work and it runs in offline mode. I don't know how long it lasts, but I feel like, I feel like Game Pass needs to have a thing where it, at least it needs to just verify once a month. Mm -hmm. Like it just needs an online connection once a month to be able to know that your subscription's going so you can still keep playing the games on offline mode kind of thing. But, mm. like, it's definitely a step in the right direction. Like, we, we do need to start looking more at that because there's a lot of time... There have been a lot of games I've played in the past where it's, like, it's dumb that I'm playing the single player, but I have to have an online connection. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And, like, the game's not ba server-based. It's, like, based yeah. off the yeah, hardware, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we mentioned this before. The Resident Evil 4 uh, remake came out a um, mm. lot of like good reviews i think ign gave it a 10 a lot of people very positive they're basically saying this classic game has just been improved like much like the the dead space where it's like it keeps the same as the original just improves the, the like small things that were wrong with the first game you know yeah. and that's what they're doing with resident evil 4 which is interesting because resident evil 2 kind of got the same reception resident evil 3 i'm talking about the remake resident evil Three, the remake didn't get quite uh, a warm reception from from fans and critics. Like uh, people said, it felt a little bit rushed. So I think they took a little bit longer with four, especially since four is so beloved in the franchise. Yeah. Um, it's, but it's, yeah, it's a big one, yeah. But yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of positive yeah. stuff coming about uh, Resident Evil Four. I guess they're making a mm. VR version for. They already made a VR version for um, the Quest, but no, no. But they're making a, 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 a VR version for the PS VR two of Resident okay. Evil Four. I think that's what they're they're working on. So yeah, I mean, I mean Resident. I I I played Resident Evil Seven Village, not Village. Mm -hmm. Wow, sorry. Village was the eighth one, right? Yeah, I, I played Resident Evil Seven. The one that the one that had yeah, PS yeah, yeah. VR. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that Anyways, was seven. I played that in VR. It was an amazing VR experience, I will mm -hmm. say. Uh, it worked really well on PS VR, except as soon as you like glitch through an item, it like it's no longer scary or immersive. Mm -hmm. Like if you're being chased, it's horrifying. But if you glitch through the guy who's trying to kill you, it's like okay, whatever. Well, know? now the tangible like you know, it doesn't yeah. look as tangible so the, the, anymore. I think I told. I think I said this before in like a podcast, like two years ago but uh i it was scarier to play the non-vr version because that's <laughs> the gameplay is smoother like it's a smoother transition kind of thing but it, it was it was a fun game in vr like it was actually a really fun game in vr yeah i played resident evil 4 the quest version in vr and it was fun i the one thing it was it was tough it was hard uh you know especially with the vr mechanics you know the things that yeah. are very easy to do especially like the kicking and whatnot aiming which is much easier to do in in a two D. I guess the one, game. yeah, the one, the one I played kind of worked for VR because it's you're mainly just hiding and you're mainly just hiding. Like mm -hmm. that's basically the whole game, hiding and collecting mm -hmm. things. You know what I mean? And that kind of works quite well in VR, hiding <laughs> and lurking. Is this something you're planning on getting the Resident Evil Four remake? I don't know. I don't know. Like if I do, I. I... The thing is, I don't remember much from Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3. Mm -hmm. And I I do, if I'm going to get back into it, I'd probably replay 1 and 2, mm -hmm. possibly on an emulator or something. Um, 
Well, two, you, I feel, two, I you can get the remake. Yeah. Two, you can get the yeah, remake. Th- there was like an HD remaster of the first one that came out mm-hmm. like like not really, you know, it's or it's like a rem- It's just an up like upscale texture version of it. I know that they, that came out on PlayStation a couple years ago. It was a PS Plus game as well at some point. I just wonder if there's a PC version of that. Yeah. Man, this is why I'm so pissed that PS Now doesn't exist anymore. They had to make it a freaking tier subscription service where it's like, oh, you want our streaming service? You got to pay for all this other crap too just to get our streaming service that you used to be able to pay for separately at a cheaper rate. And that you used to be able to use on your PC. Mm-hmm. You used to be able to stream PlayStation games on your like how how did they how did they think how did Sony think, oh, you know what? Let's remove this incredible feature we have. You could literally stream PlayStation games onto your Xbox. And they, Sony was like, nah, that's not a that's not a cool feature. Like they wanted to save the money on their streaming bandwidth. Around. That's what they want to do. Yeah, probably. I just yeah. I hate that they like because now the thing is, like I said, do what you want with the tier system. But they completely removed the PC functionality of it. Yeah, like they completely removed it, as far as I know. Like, uh, which is just dumb. Uh, oh well. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I um, I do want to play Resident Evil Four. I just want to play the first three, uh, just to catch up again. Yeah. All right. Um. The next thing, let's talk about the Last of Us. There's a lot of news surrounding it. Let's start off with first the show. Um. Bell Ramsey says season two you know, will probably arrive in two years. So it's actually, I had thought that's that, good, that it, good. It, I thought it was going to come out early 2024 because, you know, mm. that it, it, it released, you know, obviously this, the beginning of this year. So I thought, okay, they're going to, they're probably still writing, they're going to shoot it. And then by early 2024, but they're saying late 2024, early 2025. That's a long time away. Yeah. Um, I think it's smart though. I, I think it's a smart decision. Let, let Bella, for one, let her age more. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of fans are kind of upset that they cast her again in the second season. And I also was, I was, I was upset in the sense of like, she needs to age. You know what I mean? But like two, like two years, look, it's not going to hit, it's like two years isn't going to hit her like a brick wall. You know what I mean? But it does like, first of all, I don't know. I think two years is a good gap. It gives people the time to age a bit more. It allow first of all, it allows Pedro Pascal to do some other projects. Mm-hmm. And I, I love to see Pedro Pascal in other projects. He's he's just he's just good to see him, you know. Um, so it gives her a bit of time to, to to age, you know what I mean? I think that's I think that's smart, you know. Yeah. Um, I think they're trying also trying to figure out what to do with season two because they obviously going to have be half. Yeah, yeah part part two is going to be two point. seasons. Yeah, and how so they have to find a yeah? How do they cut it up? That's the real question. Yeah, I think they should intertwine the the story of. Um, why am I blanking on her name? Abby, that's that's her name. Um, I'm hoping that they start the season with her backstory. Basically, I think that season two should start with her as a kid and basically going through that um, kind of her perspective straight off the bat, you know? Um, so I'm kind of hoping that she gets a, a much better reception in the TV show than she got from game fans game. yeah um i personally i i thought it was great that they showed her perspective and showed these two different characters and showing how neither one was really the good guy or really the bad guy you know what i mean like they both had yeah. their own reasons why they were doing stuff you know but people just were already attached to ellie and so they felt like 
Oh, Abby. I do love it when stories yeah. do that, though, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like no one's no one's born evil. Yeah. You know, no no one is born with hatred. It's people people live a life a long life that leads to uh, you know yeah. to certain things. No one no so, one's born evil. You have to yeah. you have to become it. You know what I mean? And life's all about gray areas. It's not all black and white. You know? Yeah. So I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't played the game yet. But anyways, I I do think it's going to be two seasons. I hope they enter mix the two different perspectives and build it up uh but yeah by the time we yeah by the time we get a third season i'm pretty sure last of us part three will probably be out <laughs> or about to be out or something yeah. you know yeah um all right and then, uh, then, then then they can have another two seasons um so uh Re last of us related news is that the part one pc has been mm. released they had a launch trailer but apparently the PC version itself has been basically slammed with negative reviews. Uh, if you go to Steam, you'll see it's mostly negative. Um, basically, the biggest complaints isn't that, you know, obviously everyone loves the game and loves the performances and story and everything like that. They're, all the slams are about the, the not the acting performance, it's about the PC performance. Basically, it runs like crap. Um I saw one guy had like I was watching a video I forgot the name of uh, the YouTuber but he had a forty ninety, and when they were oh, wow. building building the shaders he said it took fifteen minutes to build the shaders on a forty ninety yeah. you know what I mean yeah, that's, like, crazy. that's crazy dude and people I was were about just... I was about to say because like from what I've been I would from what I've seen and heard people were saying like they were complaining that it like it does take a long time to compile the shaders mm -hmm. but on systems that like just barely meet the game's requirements which i was like well that makes sense if your system just barely meets the game's requirements you know what i mean yeah. but dude a 4090 <laughs> 15 minutes come on yeah. like hogwarts takes a while to load up it's to compile yeah. its shaders as well like it has yeah. that like big loading thing in the beginning it's a few minutes it's yeah it's a, it's a few minutes but, uh, but it's worth you and me it are a, you know? but you and me are a 2060 you know obviously yeah. it's not we're two generations old we're, yeah. we're mid now we're pretty mid-range yeah and that's and that's me being nice, you know. Some people would consider us on the low end now. Ah, uh, I, I wouldn't say low end. I would say mid, because we're kind of below we're, where where the PS5 and Xbox Series X are, but yeah. we're definitely ahead of the Xbox. Um, what you call it? Series Xbox. S. Yeah. The whatever that. Yeah, yeah, around that there. Yeah. So. Well, because it's a, the the basically the PS5 and Xbox. Um, one x a series i for i just blanked on what the new xbox is called is it the series x series x the old one was yeah. xbox one x yeah that was yeah so yeah um they're basically so, like uh 2070 they're basically 2070s and we've got 2060s yeah, yeah. like that's the best like way to look at it yeah so we yeah we would, i mean yeah we're not that we're not far behind it would be nice to have a 4080 though dennis it would be yeah. nice you know I think, it, be I, nice. think I saw it like on sale for like fifteen hundred or something like that, just mm. for the card. I did um, see a really good price on a thirty sixty, so I might upgrade to a thirty. I've seen some good uh, full PC prices for thirty seventies, yeah. not thirty sixties, but thirty seventies for like mm. around thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars. That's not bad for the whole computer. Uh, I was, was going to say for the whole for the whole thing, that's pretty decent, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably going to be my next step. I never get the high, you know, whatever. If it's forty ninety, I'm not getting the forty ninety. If that's the top end, I always get like the one generation below. I mean, I've been seeing some thirty sixties for about like like five hundred dollars ish, yeah. which is not too bad, you know. Yeah, I think I want to get a thirty seventy. Yeah, I think I want to get a thirty seventy. 
I'd rather get a 3070 if possible. 3080 is going to be too. Anyways, this is what <laughs> graphics card talks over here. The point Anyways, is, Last of Us came out. Part. It takes forever to compile the shaders. And it's it incredibly resource heavy. And it's bugs, bugs and, gl- yeah. and glitches. People, I don't know if you saw the video I sent you, but like they're like making fun of all the glitches, like with the like mm. Joel's eyebrows are all messed up, and people's like faces have all kinds of. To be honest, that happened in Hogwarts Legacy. They did patch it, yeah. so it's not that bad anymore. But in the very beginning with Hogwarts Legacy, was the performance wasn't great, and uh, they did yeah. have a lot of glitches and bugs. But apparently, this is like way worse than Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, dude. This guy said he had 14 crashes in basically five hours of g- gameplay. Imagine, yeah. like, 14 crashes in five hours yeah. of gameplay is a lot for, like, proper big crashes, like, full-on crashes. Yeah. So they did release a patch, but I don't know how much mm. is it fixing. Well, the, I... Probably not much because they seem, to ver- they seem to be pushing that another patch is on its way pretty hard. Yeah. And if, if, they're, if they're pushing a second patch... After this, first, then you know the first patch isn't doing much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they're already very foc- very much focused yeah. on the next patch, then yeah. I feel like this patch was already built before the complaints, and they're like, "Oh, quick, quick, release it!" And we gotta, yeah. you know, get another patch out. Yeah, that is unfortunate considering how big the game is and how much time they had and how much money they had. Like, it's it's a bit disappointing that it's not. It should have been. They should have. The thing is, though, like this is the one place where studios always fall short. Optimization. A yeah. lot of studios make an amazing game and then they just never optimize it for like multiple consoles and PC rigs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's it's why like, At- Atomic sad. Heart got a lot of praise for its uh, PC optimization. Yeah. Like it runs very, very well considering what the graphics are, you know? Like I remember, I yeah, I, I only played a little bit of, of it, but like from what I was playing, I was like, wow, this is pretty smooth, you know, considering what the graphics were. Um, but yeah. unfortunately that doesn't seem to be, yeah, there's like some sort of trend right now, with, especially with PC versions. Yeah. Uh, a lot, a lot of, uh, yeah, I will say that that wasn't, was that was an issue with another like Sony game that came to PC. I, f- I forgot also had like, um, wasn't optimized very well. Eventually they did like a, a good example of great optimization for a port is God of War. That thing was optimized so well for PCs. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a fantastic job with that port, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, moving on, uh, Diablo four, uh, also another oh, yeah. title coming out, uh, this year. So the beta had started on March 17th and like one of the ways to get it was <laughs> to buy, uh, yeah, double down from KFC yeah. via the app. And then you get the beta access, which is crazy. They must have sold so many double down. Yeah, the, the, double, the double down so good as well though. Like, have you had the double down before? I, I it's a little I look I love fried it's, chicken but yeah. but I think the too double much. down is a little <laughs> too much for me with the cheese and the bacon but yeah. like it's not even bread it's like using the Dude, two it's so good yeah <laughs> you, it's chicken there's no bread yeah. the chicken yeah. is the bread exactly um I'm it's sure it's so tasty good. it just seems like a, a bit much. oh it's a hard uh, it's a heart attack for sure yeah but yeah so good um there were other ways to play the game too mm-hmm. I'm not too sure like I'm not too sure how because like I told you earlier. Uh, today i had a lot of friends who were playing the game like uh well there was an open beta march 24th to 26th so that is that's what it was now yeah Yeah, so Um, they did yeah they did that like i basically didn't do any online gaming because all my friends were just binging diablo mm -hmm. and uh i didn't have the time to like kind of look into it or by the time i figured out well like 
It was going By the time on. I found out, it was it was like the last day, and I was like, I don't think it's worth installing all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone, all of my friends who played it, though, said it was really good. Uh, Necromancer is broken as hell, so they need to balance that. Like, uh, they need to balance that um, class. That's it. Yeah, supposedly the Necromancer is super broken. It's way too overpowered kind of thing, which sucks because it's my favorite class. Um, well, it doesn't suck that it's overpowered. It, it sucks because I know they're going to nerf it, and I'm mm -hmm. scared that they nerf it too much. I hope that they balance it out so it balances well with the other classes. Um, but yeah, it's looking good, man. It's looking really, really good. Um, I'm excited to try it out. Uh, and it's like I, I like the fact that they have a mount, a horse, so you can move around. Because one mm -hmm. of the most biggest pain in the ass of Diablo 3 for me was going back to air like you want to explore every single area to make sure you've killed everyone and gotten all the loot because it's a loot grinder you know what i mean to get mm -hmm. loot, legendary loot and stuff and then it would take you like 15 minutes of like walking around backtracking empty areas you've already gone through horse makes it a way way quick, quicker and easier you know what i mean yeah. and they had that eight player multiplayer like big open world boss battle mode thing yeah, i haven't seen cool. much gameplay of that but that looks cool because it's always been a four-player game, but uh, A-player sounds pretty cool, you know? Yeah, so the game launches on June 6th, uh, another AAA title like we mentioned. So, yeah, the, mm. we're starting... Oh, yeah, server issues. It was it had it had really bad... People were complaining about server issues and connectivity mm -hmm. issues. Um, this is not new. Every single time uh, Blizzard releases a game, mm -hmm. it has, like... An, sorry, every single time Blizzard does an open beta, it has server issues. Mm -hmm. every single time so there's got to be something there that keeps like happening because i remember when, when diablo 2 resurrected came out also a huge thing server issues queues it, it would take hours just to get into the game because of queue lines you know what i mean i think it was the same thing with warcraft 3 the ba open beta for that the reforged but yes yeah, so every time they do an open beta they have server issues and i'm guessing it's like when they do an open beta they just have like one little tiny server room and they're like okay this is for the open beta and it's probably so tiny um, but when the game does come out, I highly doubt it's going to have server issues. I highly doubt it. Yeah. Um, Hopefully. I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, that's, a crux, that's like the crux of the yeah. game, right? They'll that's dedicate not... way more. Um, I think they learned from the previous Diablo, Diablo Re Resurrected. It had that connectivity issues, but it had it on launch as well. Like not just during the open beta, like during when the game launched for like a couple weeks, for like a week or so, it was yeah. dude, it would take like an hour to get into the game. I think you had to like the queue times were rough, man. Um, all right, uh, moving on to this. This is kind of an ongoing thing, but I guess it, it raises a bigger question. So Ubisoft, Sega, and Tencent have pulled out of E3 2023. We already mm. know that uh, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo would not be going. And now, you know, those, like, the big three weren't going. And now, like, even, like, these larger um, third-party companies are starting to pull out. It's like, is E3 going to even happen this year? And if it happens, like what kind of, they're going to have to like downscale it a lot. Right. I mean, usually they used to have the two different halls, you know, like, cause it was so big. Like usually like Nintendo would be in one area. Nintendo and Sony, I think we're in one area and Xbox and like the bigger third parties were in another area. And this year it's like, I don't even know if they can fill like the smaller hall at this point, you know? So, so what, 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 I forgot what E3 stands for. I think it was entertainment. It, it's uh, electric, electronic entertainment expo. That's what it is. That's what it was. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're going to have to branch into electronics 
you know <laughs> maybe get a couple maybe samsung shows up you know tell yeah. shows off their new kitchen appliances or something because yeah. they got nothing dude they like i have no idea like most likely it's going to get canceled either that or they're going to make it an online event only mm -hmm. like an online stream thing and keep it strictly indie which could be good maybe not for the event the event's not going to make money you know what i mean but mm -hmm. it'll be good for the indie developers to have like a dedicated indie expo you know what i mean that yeah. like gets big attention because i think that's what it's maybe not indie but like smaller developers to like 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 double a studios maybe it's their time to shine now at e3 mm -hmm. who knows yeah um all right moving on god of war inspired tmt the last ronin game in the works that's very interesting so yeah so apparently there was a a comic book series for teenage mutant ninja turtles is you know one of those kind of like alt universe ones where like um, i haven't read it yet uh, but apparently it's like uh, only one of the turtles is still alive. Um, yeah, it's it's usually either... Um, well, I'm blanking now. It's, it's usually the, the dude with the, the red the red one, which... Not Michael. Uh, Raphael. Raphael. Raph yeah, so yeah. I, I believe it's usually him, but there is a version where it's Michelangelo, mm -hmm. and, like, he loses his brothers, and he, like, goes from being, like, you know, like the... Yeah, pizza. Yeah. Like, he goes from being that guy to like super serious. Like my brothers have been murdered. Yeah, I'm out for blood. Like, I actually am interested in reading. Last Ronin's this. awesome, dude. I was gonna say you should. It's actually really good. It's like the it's like the more edgy, serious take on. Well, that's TMT, that's the uh, thing TMT is yeah. so. The thing about TMT TMNT is it actually has a whole, uh, special place in my heart because I actually read and bought the comics before it turned into a cartoon. And the oh, comics wow. originally were black and white, and they were all serious, like this, this one. It mm. wasn't until they signed the the cartoon deal that they blew up, and the cartoon cartoon deal turned them into the pizza loving, joking around, no. more so teenager they, than anything. Yeah, else, exactly. Yeah. So when you said, "Oh, the one with the red in the show," yes, like Leonardo had the blue, uh, Donatello yeah. had the purple, Michelangelo had the yellow, Raphael had the red. In the original comic book, it was a black and white comic book, but on the covers, oh. on the covers, all their bandanas were red. So all of them had red. Oh, that's sick. That's actually kind of sick, yeah. And the only difference was their weapons. Right? Obviously, their personalities were different. So it was yeah. very serious. It was a very serious comic book. And so apparently, The Last Ronin's kind of like harkens back to that style. Yeah. I actually want to go I pick it up for this. It, dude. But anyways, so, back it, to the... Yeah. Anyways, back to the game, they are planning on making a AAA title that's going to be based on this, and they want and it's being inspired by God of War, which is great. You know, this sounds like a great match. If they put the Look, right man. team and resources, this sounds like a like a fantastic game. They they can say what they want to say, and by God of War inspired, what they mean is third person action, yeah. but it's gonna have so much stealth. Yeah. <laughs> like it's gonna it's gonna have so much stealth that you can't relate it to god of war it's gonna be more like the newer assassin's creed games if i had to like guess what the, what i think it's gonna be like you know what i mean it's gonna be like assassin's creed but like ninja vibe you know what i mean um i because i do i just see a lot of stealth a lot of fighting for sure but also a lot of stealth uh either way i'm super stoked for this i'm also really hoping that this gets more attention and then maybe we get a movie as well um, yeah that's just me hoping I'd love I would love a last Ronin movie. Um there's actually like like there's so much like I know that we're a gaming channel, but there's so much lore behind Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and there's so many different spin-offs. I'm guessing you haven't probably read the comic books in years. But no, are, I haven't. 
there are some like amazing like stories about uh, Michelangelo later on about like losing his brothers and be, mm -hmm. like learning the mythic arts and he's basically like like a mythic martial artist. It's it's uh, I don't know. It's really cool. There's so many like cool edgy stories attached to it, um, which is interesting that I only found them recently because as you mentioned. For me, my childhood was like Kalabanga, pizza, mm -hmm. whoa, you know? And they were very cartoony looking. I've never ever seen them as like a more serious uh, mm -hmm. aspect. But yeah, no, they're badass, man. I think they had that. Um, there were, oh, yeah, there was that movie with Batman. That was so sick. Uh, that, yeah. uh, that came out like a year, well, like probably two or three years ago mm -hmm. or recently. It was a really good uh, DC movie with, um, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Batman. There's a well, fight they, between, they, Shred they, they a fight a between new... Shredder and Batman. It's so sick. Yeah, there's a new animated movie that's that's uh, coming out, but it, I think it's more of the younger cartoony style. I think whatever. it's based on the current cartoon series. They, yeah. They're actually trying to do this uh, Spider-Man uh, into the Spider-Verse style, like the animation. Oh, that so could I be think... quite cool. Yeah. The oh, you know what? There was, there, there was a movie recently, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie recently that came out that was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It was like a it was a time traveling movie kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that's going to be years off. We're not going to see that, you know, if it actually yeah. gets made, it, you know, we won't see that for like five years. Um, but anyway, yeah, what studio? Wait, what's the, what's the studio? Did, it's uh, like, do we know what studio is? They're going to work on this. I think, it, I think it's like part of Paramount. Polygon interviewed yeah. Doug Rosen, senior vice president for games and emerging media at Paramount. Paramount yeah. Global. Yeah. So okay. hopefully they Par hire Paramount getting into the gaming. Place, yeah, but hopefully they hire a good developer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope so too, man. Because yeah. this could be awesome. Yeah. Or I don't. The thing is though, like, funny enough, I don't see this being bad. Because I think the worst case scenario is they release a mediocre game, mm -hmm. kind of like um, Shadow of Mordor, which was like, well, it, it got a good release, but it was like mediocre to good. Somewhere around mm -hmm. that like place, it was fun, you know, it was enjoyable, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like a, an amazing game. Yeah, it was a good action action RPG yeah. though. Like, yeah, just short. Um, all right, moving on. We mentioned this before. PlayStation VR two, unfortunately, mm -hmm. has uh, there's a report. I don't think it's like official, but the reports are that they only expect to sell two hundred seventy thousand units. I mean, this is being reported by Bloomberg, so this is uh, you know pretty solid source. 270,000 units by the end of March. You know, they remember they shipped or tried to ship like 2 million or they're trying to ship 2 million by the end of the year. It's like at this rate, you're not even going to get close uh, to 2 million you think, units. Do you think that they're going to be more focused on hardware sales or software sales? Like get the headset into people's hands so that they can spend more money on games or make money off of the headset itself? Well, I, if, they're trying to, if they're trying to make money off the headset itself, like I hope make not. it so that it's like make it so that it's accessible to PC as well because I would love to buy one for PC you know yeah but uh, I don't have a PS5 so I'm not gonna get one yeah I mean the hardware has been rated pretty high and you know the games a lot yeah. of the games are I I feel like there's two things running against it one we already have which is the headset the headset is mm -hmm. the expense it's five hundred fifty. Yeah, I said this yeah. from the beginning. We, if you look at our old podcast, I've mentioned it many times, and I'm sure you have too. It's like you you can't sell a five hundred fifty dollar unit along with paying for a five hundred dollar PS. Yeah. It's Your a thousand dollar experience, you know. A thousand dollars without any games. That's your thousand yeah. dollars without with zero games, right? So that's already too much, you know. I had thought originally that four hundred was like tops what they could sell it, but it, they came in at. 
five fifty. Mm. I was like, you need to sell this for four hundred or less. Um, it's five fifty. That's number one. And number two, while they do have a lot of games that launch with it, I think they said about forty two games. Only one of them is like an exclusive title, which is the Horizon Call of the Mountain. Everything Horizon, else, yeah. everything else, I think you can get somewhere else. Maybe Gran Turismo might be exclusive as well. But like, basically, there's a, a lot couple of the other ga- things that I know that are exclusive, but they're more like experiences than mm-hmm. games, you know? Yeah. So this is not bode well. It's unfortunate because, like you said, the hardware is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I do wish that there... Or maybe someone can figure out a way to jailbreak it at some point because then I like then I would buy it. Well, some people have... I, yeah. What I read is they were able to get the, the headset itself to work on PC, but not the controls. So, like, you would controls. see VR game... Like, if you bought a PC VR game, you could see the game running on the on the headset, but the controls didn't work with it. So, uh, well, I'm sure eventually people are going to jailbreak it. So, yeah. And that, and if, if that does happen, I might actually grab myself a headset unless Quest 3 comes out, which kind of matches or gets closer to that. Well, Quest, Quest 3 is coming out at the end of this year, probably October, November. When's it, Facebook Connect? Because I'm assuming it's, we'll end of, it's October. It's always like October. Oh, wow. So, okay, so usually what they do yeah. is they, they do connect in like October and they, they release the, the newest version in november and so and then christmas so expect yeah expect quest 3 around that time and it's actually going to be more expensive than quest 2 um they're going to i would would assume so yeah they're going to keep the quest 2 around as kind of uh you know how like apple does their like iphone pro and then you know the lower end model so basically they're gonna have a lower end model which is the quest 2 that's already out they'll probably they'll probably slash the prices on that um and then I think this is speculation, but I think the Quest Three will probably be five hundred dollars. And look, if, if if it can get close to the if it can if it can match the specs of the PSVR two, I would get I would I would get it. Uh, I don't know price, if it's I, gonna. I it's it, yeah. still an Android based platform, so it's not gonna get close. But it is definitely gonna be a lot better than Quest Two. There's there the speculation is gonna be twice as powerful as the Quest Two. Yeah, look, up, which is up pretty the, good. Up the resolution, up the field of view. Yeah. Um, and that's already two big things that I'd be happy with. And then also, like the the one thing that I wish they did have is just a little, a little bit more wiggle room with the way you uh, adjust the lenses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the three settings is uh, not exactly the best solution for some people. You know. From what I heard is that they're going to focus on comfortability and uh, AR. So like it's gonna because you know the Quest Pro oh, yeah. came out end of last year they're going to take kind of the best things from the quest pro office space kind of stuff yeah and integrate with the quest 3 so it's going to be lighter it's going to be pancake pancake style lenses so it's going to be Mm. lighter weight so it's not as heavy i mean the quest 2 was already much lighter than the quest 1 and now the quest 2 feels heavy which is funny because i used the quest 1 for so long but now the quest 2 is feeling a little heavy so they're going to reduce the weight um and then it's going to be twice as powerful and then you know Hopefully, you know, um, the AR stuff is going to be much better. Because right now, the Quest 2, the, the, you can do a pass-through, but it's black and white. It's The lenses aren't great, yeah. you know? so It's the way you look through, like, the Guardian, essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, the Quest 3 will have a nice, 
color pass through and very clear and th that you can actually use it for that reason because i mean lighter get... makes sense too because you want people to be in the metaverse more longer yeah spending yes. more time there, getting more used to it therefore spending more money in it you know what i mean yeah um so anyways the psvr2 is struggling and they need to figure they need to do a combination of things one is reducing the price and then two or at least is... offer like an affordable bundle of the two together, you know what I mean? Possibly. They did a bundle and it's like fifty dollars off. Basically, they're doing That's so like dumb. yeah, That's so like, dumb, dude. Yeah, you can basically. I, th I, I think there was a bundle when the P the first PSVR came out. I think there was like a bundle version, and you ended up saving like at least a hundred bucks. No, if you I think you saved it, fifty I bucks. I think. So. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Yeah. Um. All right, let's move on. So basically, there was a a big uh. Unreal Engine State of Unreal yeah. event. Uh, I think this last is week. this this was exciting news for me, and well, I think for a lot of people, it's it's just it's always exciting to see like the new Unreal like tech demos and see where Unreal Engine's going. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Unreal Five obviously is a big deal, and they've updated to five point one. So apparently five point two is coming out pretty soon. And the biggest thing that they announced was the Unreal Editor for Fortnite, which basically yeah. makes it so like you can create your own games your own maps, your own games, and they're making it easy to do. I mean, it's not going to be like super easy where it's like drag and drop, but like they're going to have a lot of yeah. very easy to do things within uh, within Unreal to make it so that you can create your own game types. A couple, couple YouTube tutorials and you'll be able to use it. Easy, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It, it does look a bit complicating at, complicated at first, but when you compare it to like actual Unreal Engine, yes. it's, it's, it's easy, you know? Yes. They even coming out with a new scripting language called Verse, um, so it's going to help kind of so that you can customize all the different parts. Best of the Best part about this, Dennis, is that if you make a game mode that does really well, that has like microtransactions or whatever, mm -hmm. or if you monetize it, I think I forgot what the percentage is, but I think Fortnite said you get like a forty percent of whatever the I think it's either forty or fifty percent. I I gotta find the percentage, but they're giving you a percentage of whatever like that game makes that if you make a game within the thing, you know what I mean which is quite cool. Uh, very different from Blizzard's approach of, hey, if you make a game, we own it. Uh, <laughs> very different from that approach. Yeah. I, I, I will say, I haven't used Unreal Editor, but the, the maps you make in Unreal Editor, you can just upload straight to Fortnite. So I played all the maps that they showed off in that in the trailer, mm -hmm. in the video that you saw, I played them all on my PC and it, it looked incredible, Dennis. Like nice. it genuinely looks incredible. Some of the stuff looks almost almost real. Like it's weird that it's unreal. It's it's weird yeah. that it's Fortnite. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some of the footage you look you look like you you watch and you're like, this is almost like Call of Duty kind of. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> speaking about Unreal Engine though, this is something I wanted to talk about briefly, which is uh, I, a lot of people and a lot of reviewers have been saying that a lot of these Unreal Engine five games have a, a very similar style, and therefore there's like a certain blandness to Unreal Engine five. Uh, to which I would say, like a lot of people are saying it feels like resources are lifted and just used all the time. And that's because they are. Yeah. Unreal Engine 5 is still not like new. It's still, it, it hasn't been long, around long enough to the point where people are making their own custom... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Custom... Not decals. Models? Whoa, I'm blanking on the word. Mo like mo res uh, Texture packs, essentially. Mm, yeah. So a lot of the texture packs you're seeing in Unreal Engine 5 games are all the same. Because they are just using all the same textures and and lifting a lot of the same trees and stuff. That's why a lot of well, Unreal lot of, gives like, them for terrain. free. The the quick exactly. uh, pixel it gives uh, it to the, you for free. So, yeah. So that's exactly. why all the worlds kind of look the same, and people are complaining about it. I'm like, well, give it a year or two. People will come up with their own textures 
and their own stuff once they put in a lot more effort that's when you're going to see the engine shine you know yeah. um but this looks great and then they also did the the hellblade 2 senua saga yeah. they showed the facial animations yeah, and stuff real time that was too. crazy yeah or or i don't think it was real time but it was basically real time they filmed the video and then like yes. literally a minute later it was ready yeah so it's 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 almost real time like it's yeah. basically real time it's so quick to the, the point where I saw that, and I was actually thinking about the future of VTubers and stuff. Yeah. Eventually, that stuff is going to be real-time, and that's going to be your filter. Like, yeah. I mean, Snapchat filters are already crazy. Imagine that as a Snapchat filter. That'd be insane. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, um, uh, a lot of big news from State of Unreal, basically. You know, more on the, you know, obviously the developer side, but it's going to help mm. uh, with games that we're going to see in the future and also help with, you know, especially with this, this Fortnite thing, like user created content. Um, I think that's probably a big, big, big component in a lot of future games, right? It, is, it was 40%, by the way. Sorry, I just read now it was 40%. You get 40% of the game's net revenues mm -hmm. of whatever game that you build within this um, yeah. Unreal Editor. Yeah, so it's a, you know, people have incentive to, to create mm -hmm. uh uh, new maps and some people are doing it for fun but at least uh there's there's tools for people they've already do they've it. already remade they've already remade the original map which i think yeah. is crazy people are playing fortnite but the original map from like years ago yeah. like that's like the big new thing now a lot of streamers are playing the og fortnite map because people recreated it um, all right. The last thing that I have is unfortunately some sad news. Um, yeah, it, it is was, sad. Yeah, last week, uh, Lance Reddick uh, passed away at the age of 60. If people, I know him more for his uh, work on movies and television. Obviously, he was in the yeah. latest John Wick 4, um, but he, you know, most known for The Wire. Um, he was mm. in Fringe, um, but gamers know him from destiny and some some other games and you know i guess uh after he passed people kind of huge in the destiny community though yeah like, like, like people loved him in destiny they loved his character yeah because his character apparently i've never played destiny but apparently he played a big role was yeah. a very like like a mentor type of teacher type mm -hmm. of character very, a very prominent character yeah and so people went into the game to pay their respects to him uh they went to his where his character uh i guess resides and kind of and they, yeah paid tribute yeah commanders uh zavala uh yeah that's it commander zavala of, yeah yeah so it, yeah that's sad man he's the thing is like it's always sad like it's always sad like celebrity deaths like they don't always hit me because it's like whatever i don't know that person it yeah. sucks that they're gone but it sucks when you know someone like is good like he was a good actor dude like, he was really good yes. at what he did. Like, and that's always when it hits harder. Like, Robin Williams' death, because he was mm -hmm. so amazing. Like, or Prince, or, um, like, it's it, whenever someone, like, insanely talented dies, that's what, that's really sad. You know what I mean? And that guy was, dude, he was a, he was an A-tier actor. Honest yeah. to God. Like, like, his video game work was good, but it's nothing compared to his movie and TV work. Like, that, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's sad. I, I'm a big fan of it, and it's like... He's got a sense of humor too, because he's he, he he's always done like whenever someone asked him to do a weird sketch, he would do it. Mm -hmm. Like he did like funny or die sketches. He did yeah. Eric Andre sketches. He like <laughs> one of the wildest things that popped up on my YouTube feed recently was him dressed as 
the dude from Star Trek, the the guy yeah, that has yeah. like the visor, and yeah, he's just Jordy. like naked. At, he's like half naked. He's shirtless with chains on, and he's just singing a song saying, "I wish I were Lavar Burton. Yeah. I wish I were Lavar Burton." And it's the weirdest yeah. thing ever. And like for like, now that's a good guy for somebody to be like, "Yeah, I'll do this. This is dumb. I'll do it." You know what I mean? It, it says a lot about his character, you know. A lot he of Hollywood all, actors would be like, no, I'm not going to do that. That's dumb, you know. He, he also was in Remedy Games' Quantum Break with Sean Ashmore. Um, I and never got he, to play that. I actually never, even though I'm a big Remedy Games fan, I actually haven't mm. played that either. I actually That's bought, the one that I haven't played out of all their games, I think. Yeah, I bought it uh, on PC and I haven't actually installed to play it. But, but what I remember from that is they, they made it kind of almost television episodic like, so there's a very, yeah, yeah. so he like really is playing like an, a, a real like character and a real story there. So mm. anyways, it's sad. I sadly, I, he actually came into Collider and I didn't get a chance to meet him because oh that sucks man. He came, he came in for interview for one of our shows and I wanted to meet him. The only problem was, uh, I was working on that twi- the Twin Peaks VR game at that time, and we oh, were yeah. literally launching. I, I think we're having our our launch the, I think the week, maybe the week after. And so like I was like so busy, trying to get all the ducks in a row for the for the premiere and the and the the party and all that stuff. So I did not get a chance to meet him. But Man, everyone, my said biggest he was regret, very cool my biggest warm. regret is that Michael J. White came to the office once. Yeah, he came. In uh, did, did you well. get? Did you get to meet I Michael J. White? I did not. Yeah. Man, dude, I would have loved to meet Michael J. White. Yeah. That guy's a legend. Yeah, he was in there too, as well. So, so um, yeah, unfortunately, one, one of the last bits of gaming news I have is just mm-hmm. a disappointment, honestly, which is that Square Enix is releasing NFT cards for Final Fantasy VII, mm. and it's like, why? Like, first of all, the NFT game is so dry and dead. And it's like, it's beaten like a dead horse. And a lot of people are very anti-NFT mm-hmm. when it comes to games. So I don't know why they thought that this would be funny. Also, the, mm-hmm. the digital cards can't be resold. So you can't even really trade it as you would an NFT, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, NFT game was last year, not this year, <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you missed it by about a year, yeah. And it's it's dead now. It's The, the whole genre is gone. It well, sucks because yeah. I think I said this before. Uh, the the NFT, the actual technology, is really impressive. It just sucks that we ended up chalking it up to like, hey, look, pictures. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like the actual idea of having a digital signature that's that like accurate is yeah. There's so many other uses you could have for it that are like really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. The problem is, is it's it's much like real art. Is the value is determined by the consumer. You know, it's only mm. valuable if people think it's valuable you know what i mean yeah that's uh, that's what i hated about it because it's literally like it's it's a digital signature it's it's it works the same way that you could just to sign something to be like this is mine i own it doesn't even doesn't have to be a picture or a work of art or anything you know what i mean you could also just do that to be like this is i this is my video that i created i'm, I'm attaching a non-fundable token onto it so that ever nobody can ever take it because it's mine here's the non-fundable non-fungible token yeah. anyways that's all I have for news. I don't have much left. Um, yeah, we, t- we other, covered a the lot. The biggest stuff was Zelda. Zelda and Unreal. Unreal. And um, and then Counter-Strike 2, which is pretty big. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, I, I've been oh, getting Diablo through. 4, yeah. Yeah. Uh, lately, I've been playing Hogwarts Legacy. Like I said, I played a little Atomic Heart, but 
Um, I, I really just want to finish Legacy before Jedi Survivor comes mm-hmm. out. And also Redfall, too. So yeah. we're going to have... Unfortunately, we're going to have Jedi Survivor and then Redfall is going to come out literally the next week. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to be, you know, a lot of stuff. And then I'm also working on my short film right now, which is... Uh, nice. It, it's the script's done. We're in pre-production. So I want to shoot that in May or June. So that's... You know, another Amen. thing that's taken up my time. Have you ever heard of ShareGrid? Yes. Good, good. I was going to say ShareGrid saves your ass in LA, man. Yeah. ShareGrid has saved my ass so many times when it comes to last minute equipment. Yeah. Or just or just like random equipment that's difficult to find as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like mean, for, I do have I, right I do have most of the equipment I need. There is a few things I want to rent. Maybe like a gimbal or a right. slider or something like that, but other than that, okay. I, I have most everything, but yeah, oh, yeah just gonna get logistics for that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Cool. Um, what about you? What games are you playing? Um, I think I think I'm actually very very close to finishing Hogwarts. Like okay. main quest, very close. I, I avoided a lot of the side quests because I was getting side quest fatigue as well. So I just yeah. focused on the main quest. And even now, I'm getting a bit of fatigue, and I jumped into like another RPG because I'm still creating RPG, mm-hmm. but uh, just needed to change the pace. So I've been playing Cyberpunk again, which is been really fun playing it again another time uh second when time is that for... dlc coming out it was supposed to come out this year but it's i haven't heard a year. single thing about the they haven't they haven't mentioned a thing about it yeah. wasn't it supposed to come out like first half of this year or like somewhere around like june-ish if yeah. i had to guess or july-ish Not i don't sure. know i uninstalled cyberpunk i finished it so i'm just waiting for the dlc mm-hmm. before i reinstall it uh, reinstall it, uh yeah. elden ring i still have installed i haven't uninstalled it yet but like i'm waiting for that dlc as well sometimes so. you get a bit of a craving for elden ring you know like i reinstalled it the well other day just i i, I, I didn't play new bit, game you know? plus yet so and mm. i also i didn't do a, a like a magic build i did, only did a, a uh, melee magic melee magic build in my opinion is the most fun but it's the cheapest and yeah. it's the least rewarding like when you there's certain times where you'll like beat a boss and you'll be like oh okay i feel like a, a cheap asshole you just feel yeah, like you just run away and you just feel like, like yeah, man, yeah. Man, man. You kind of feel like you're kicking someone when they're Dude. down. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, feels t- like such a try killing. Try to kill Melania. Was oh, that her name? Melania, right? Yeah, uh, Melania or Melania or whatever. Melania, yeah. Uh, no, there's Melania. there's no way with like, you can't with like, a, with I a can't sword. Beat her without without ashes. I can't beat her. Like oh, I mean, there are I people definitely that, use ashes. There are people that ex- Dude, there are people that exclu- exclusively do not use ashes of war. It's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> strength bold all the way. So I I take my hat off to all those people that finished the game with their strength bold. I just couldn't uh, do it. I did strength dex. That was the that's way. That's impressive. And if you finished it on strength dex, that's that's yep. impressive. It's the way yeah. it's supposed to be done. I mean, I died a lot. I died a lot. Yeah. Um, I, ended all right. up, I ended up moving towards faith in the end. Faith was a fun bold. Yeah, I might do a mix, like maybe do like a magic mm-hmm. faith or something like that. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Guys, uh, thanks for watching and listening. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash revog. Also, our podcast is every week, which apparently anchor.fm, it's basically Spotify for podcasters now. So basically just Spotify now. Our, our, our podcast will be on Spotify every week. You can subscribe to that. Um, you can find me on Twitter at ThinkHero or Instagram Dennis.TZNG. I guess I'm losing my blue verification mark because uh, you have to pay oh, yeah. for it now. So they're yeah, taking away that. all the legacy ones, which I think starts not tomorrow, Saturday. I think it starts Saturday. So I will no longer have my verif- 
verification mark. I may change my name, my not my name, but like my Twitter handle because, you know, that was created for my old channel and I couldn't change it because they wouldn't let you change it because if you change it, you would lose your verification mark. And now that I won't have a verification mark, I probably might just change it. I don't know if I'm going to change it to just my name or, or something else. I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, but you can find me there, Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Where can they find you, Josh? Um, real quick, there was a couple short stories that we didn't get. I forgot to actually mention. I'm just going to mention okay. them because we forgot to, forgot to mention that. Uh, Elden Ring gets ray tracing on PS5 and Xbox Series and PC. Yeah. So Elden Ring has uh, it's it is getting uh, ray tracing. Atari acquired uh, Night Dive Studios, which is the people that made System Shock. Uh, yes, I it was just interesting to see Atari acquire anything. It was just interesting yeah. to see Atari in the news in general. Yeah. So so that's cool. Um, and then Microsoft scrapped a PS5 version of Redfall. I don't, don't yeah, know. That's, uh, sure it's yeah, that's funny how like people were shocked about that. It was like, oh my God, they did what? It's like, yeah, they bought a company and they want the games exclusives for them. Oh yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's right. They're owned why? by, I forgot, you're right, yeah. That makes sense. Of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's that makes sense, yeah. It does it does suck that they had to scrap it though cuz that leads me to believe that there was some level of development put towards it already. Mm-hmm. Um let's see here. Was there anything else here? Oh yeah, the Twitch CEO Emmett Shear, he stepped down after working there for 16 years, which is hilarious because Twitch is becoming a dumpster fire. They're just hemorrhaging money and they're trying to find ways to make money and they keep thinking the best way to make money is by ads. Incredibly intrusive ads that completely ruin a live experience no. that's so it's it's kind of silly yeah and then oh the last thing i have is this i don't know if you know about this Zack snyder uh he's uh rebel moon Zack snyder's mm-hmm. rebel moon it's a movie he's working on I think. yeah yeah for netflix yeah yeah supposedly it's getting a like a massive uh video game adaptation hmm. interesting like, or like a ridiculous scale yeah Zack snyder, he's working on a video game adaptation of his upcoming sci-fi movie rebel moon it's going to feature RPG elements while boasting a ridiculous scale. So they're, that seems to be the thing that they're focusing more on is the scale of this game. It's interesting because the movie hasn't come out yet either. I wonder if it's like, do they bring out the movie and the game at the same time? Does the game have to do with the movie? Like, I mean, I, I don't know. It's smarter to do that so that your marketing campaigns, you know, can coincide. And, with each other, yeah. Yeah. So I think it might be, be smart, yeah. This is a this is a first though. Like from what I can tell, like I'm. It's not usually that you would get like a, like a video game adaptation of a movie. You know, usually you get a, a movie adaptation of a video game. You know, yeah. so uh, I think that's well. I mean, you you used to get video game adaptations of movies all the time. You used to get those really bad movie video games in the two thousands. Man, some yeah. of them were actually not that bad. Like I I watched someone replay the Iron Man game. Uh, the art from two, like from two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. It was released at the exact same time as the movie, I think, which is weird. But that was a really good Iron Man game. Anyways, that's the last little bit of news I have. You guys mm-hmm. can find me on uh, Twitch at It's Thespis, all lowercase. Once I get to hundred followers, I will start streaming in regularly. And you guys can find me in the Revog Discord channel. I'm always down to talk about video games, movies, TV shows. Whatever you guys feel like, uh, be sure to join our Discord channel and our community. Join us, which is in link below. So, yeah. All right, guys. uh, Until next time, see you guys later. Later.